on hold everyone, and I'm going to uh, mute everyone that isn't venerable. And let me just say hello, everyone. This is Reverend Jesse Brun-Haran. I'm hosting the call from Los Angeles, California today. I'm filling in for Reverend Jennifer. It is always, always, always my honor to be able to spend any time with the wonderful and beautiful Venerable Tahani Oahu. And it's my joy to um, to be on the call with her today and to be on the call with all of you. So just a reminder that after Venerable offers her teaching, if you have a question, simply press star 2 to raise your hand, and I'll unmute you and you can ask the question. And without further ado, I hand over this teaching to Venerable. Good day, good afternoon, good morning, good evening, wherever and whenever you are. May these words remind you that your natural state is luminosity. May you be inspired to cultivate the seed of wisdom within, to energize the voice that actualizes sounds of liberation that awaken one within the dream. May all beings benefit from this conversation. How wonderful. Here we are within the summertime, blessed by the waves of the sun, the warmth that melts our hearts and reveals that we are renewed through the rays of the sun and the power of our speech. Sound vibration from whence all appearances arise, a dance in which we all participate. Having chosen to see things as they are, to liberate body, speech, and action from confused states, we meet in this way. Our natural state is aware and awake. And like the clouds moving across the sky, there appear momentarily the idea of them and us. Ultimately, there is one, one truth, one dance, ripples from whence we all arise. As explorers considering the possibility and according to our emotions, our actions, we appear as an individual, yet a song of remembrance, that awakened state, it is an ember within our hearts, a seed awaiting your full remembrance. So there is nowhere to go because this wisdom state is within. The key to remembering is to first sweep away the idea that someone else is doing something. Consider that we are part of an orchestra as a simile, and being part of this orchestra, many voices are contributing to the sound and the appearances that arise. The heart is considered in Chinese medicine the house of Shen, the house of spirit, the house of mind. So the seed of clear mind is indeed within. 
Consider the heart like an echo chamber, quiet yet continuously reverberating with the pulse beat of the universe. This being we call I, it takes root like a canoe sliding into the waters to explore a placid lake. That lake, it resonates with the vibrations of the stars above and the moon. And within our own body-mind are the songs of the stars above. The moon we can see as mother wisdom, our intuition, the water nature, the heart of wisdom that is within each being. And we can consider the warmth of the sun like a Holy Father guiding us, giving us direction to grow, to see revealed the image, the imprint of the oak that is hidden within the acorn, that each one may see that within the seed of wisdom within one's own heart is the revelation, the dance of all appearances, interdependent, interconnected, how wonderful we're all relatives in this great dance. How is it forgotten? How does the song of liberation become something quiet, awaiting the right pulse to be expressed? It is said that seven emotions, anger, worry, sadness, fear, joy, grief, and apprehension, and the way they involuntarily manifest in the body as laughing, sobbing, moaning, sighing, gestures, body movements, and facial expressions are also a reflection of this inner mind, this, according to Chinese medicine, Shen, the spirit within. However we name it, whatever cultural lens through which we observe, the seed of wisdom mind is within every being. Having the grace of the summertime and this being a conversation for those who practice healing methodologies, we consider the pulse beat of the heart, the warmth of the sun, as the gateway to exploration. The pulse of the heart and the pulses of the body when in harmony are synchronized with all of the universe. So we receive through the breath, through the capacity of the lung, like a bellows, inhaling, exhaling, nurturing the fire of life. Having this opportunity for a human body is precious indeed. And the way in which we speak of this precious human body give rise to results that people can experience us in a positive or a negative way. The summertime, like the first harvest of the green corn, we get a taste of what is possible. The warmth that melts away, weariness within the body, when our breath is sustained by deep circular confirmation 
that we are part of a song. The song is one of offering and appreciation. What do we offer? Our intention to realize awakened mind and skillful activity. Why do we make the statement to realize awakened mind when indeed it is our natural state? Like a gardener, we weed from the garden of our minds those thought forms, emotions, attitudes, those voices within our own mind that may create uh, weeds and clouds covering the sky. These clouds, that means even the interference or the ignorance, has the potential when they examined to reveal the gentle rains of restoration, the sweet waters of forgiveness that we may wash away from our eyes, the veils of blame, shame, pain of them in us, that our eyes begin to see the interconnection of our voice like a pebble creating ripples upon the lake. What is the background chatter that goes on in one's mind when one has ease and has stabilized the mind? There is quiet and observation of potentials arising. And ultimately, one begins to see such potentials and appearances as not separate from one's own body, speech, and mind. So how do we energize the voice of accomplishment? Simply being grateful, taking note of the thoughts that arise. A simple practice is to sit quietly, eyes open, tongue curled back at the roof of the mouth. And as you inhale, feel the lower abdomen fill, and then the lower lungs, the chest, the shoulders, the whole body. Sense the movement of the breath as an ongoing conversation, yourself with a resonant field of earth and sky, which sustain the physical body and support the exploration of possibilities. Consider placing sound deep within your belly. Placing sound at the heart. Ah, ah, ah. Then placing sound at the throat.
experimenting in this way with the placement of sound within one's own body enables one to take your seat, to be present in the moment. And also, as we practice the sounds, pathways of dust and thought forms awaiting to be reintegrated into the field of energy potential. So when you are at home, I invite you to practice just the simple vowel sounds. Also, feeling what is swept away, returning to the field as more pristine energy, greater clarity, and vitality. So the heart has the answers. We may read books to train the mind and see potential pathways of skillful activity and true realization and harmonization of the life force within, it comes from meditation and practice of a generous heart. What does it mean to be generous? Consider you have a wondrous guest coming to your home. You're not sure why this guest is so wondrous. You just know that guest is coming to your home. And so you prepare the table in a beautiful way. And when this wondrous guest comes, you offer sweet water to drink, to wash their hands, to wash their feet. This sweet water is also our natural pristine state. We may wash away the unkind words, the errors in speech and action. We may renew the heart and stay hydrated with the sweet waters of remembrance. Like a child in utero, in every moment we may be reborn in each moment, these sweet waters wash away illusion and remind us of things as they are, so that seed of wisdom within may flourish and grow. Sweet water 
I sip it. It is refreshing, and it is also an ongoing conversation. This sweet water, it flows through my body, and as it rises from my body as perspiration, it shares a conversation with the atmosphere, the group mind of the planet. So I ask, let this water be medicine as it flows through me that it becomes clear the wisdom in each moment and that methods of remediation and reconciliation continuously arise as it is clear we are all sipping from the same well. Sweet waters of forgiveness. I forgive myself and others for what might have been, could have been, should have been. How wonderful and precious the gift of life. Sweet waters, let blame, anger be washed away from my heart. That the sound of liberation may flow through me. May I understand the power of synthesis, how my speech and action interface with the energy of the field, the collected dream of beings in this realm. Let me send forth the sound and the vision of liberation. Well, how do I know what is liberation? Liberation from what? Liberation from confusion. Liberation from the pollutants of confused states. May the purity in the water reveal the renewal process in the human heart. What is there to be renewed? A recollection that our speech is energy. A recollection that our thought generates results. So we begin by Observing the emotions, ha, huh. when angry at so-and-so, this or that is experienced. I prefer the experience of ease. How may I transform this anger? Ha, huh. skillful activity. That which I thought was the object of anger is indeed a reflection of my own mind. I forgive myself and others for what might have been, could have been, should have been. Worry, hope, thought forms, giving energy to what you don't want. Hope, looking outside, not recalling the power of word and vision and dedication to accomplishing a goal. Something may arise that disturbs you. Consider the ideal. See the pattern of confusion unwound into the ideal. What do you choose to accomplish? May it be that you accomplish 
recognition of your natural awakened state. Sadness coming from I want, I don't want, they must give, they haven't give, longing for, wishing for. How about noticing what you have right now? Notice the weather around you. Notice the, the taste of sweet water. Notice the dancing of the light in the field. Where we place our attention, like where we place our thought and voice, is creating ripples in the field of potential. And one believes that appearance when indeed it is a projection. Fear, fear of what? Loud noises and falling down. These things happen. And other things are possibilities. Fearing, oh, maybe the well will run dry or maybe the people will not get it done. Uh, how about energizing? appreciation for the water and appreciation for the people who have the commitment to get something done. Our relationships are powerful medicine and how we speak about one another and how we look at one another is also like looking in the mirror. So should there arise words of condemnation of another. Hold still, find the silence, and recognize the voice that condemns is also condemning oneself. The voice that sees the possibility is energizing the result. As a child, I noticed people did not say anything negative. They would remain quiet if there was not a positive thing to say. Uh, this was uh, an interesting lesson because certainly there were uh, obstacles and behaviors not supportive of what I would have considered joy. Yet to these elders, the most important treasure was the power of their mind and voice, and they chose to speak about and energize the ideal that they chose to support. This is an opportunity for all of us. As more scientists point to the dance of appearances arising, like a hologram, that it is a projection, uh, we have an opportunity to understand the resonance, the keynotes, which also are like the sounds within our body. So our very organ systems convey different qualities of mind as a sound and a song of exploration. So the heart has the entire orchestra. The heart sings in harmony with all. And as we examine the great opportunity of living as a human, the breath, the circle of life, 
and the lungs like a bellow fanning the flames of remembrance that in the appearance of many that we are ultimately one. Sweet breath, sweet song. So the song is also a background chorus. Some of you may have heard the sound of cricket singing. And as you listen carefully, it appears like human voices saying, Hallelujah, Hallelujah. Or you may hear in the sound of the waves touching the, be the beaches, sweet music, songs, deeply embedded in our memory and ourselves of being at home. Home is to sit in your seat, not to leave your seat or be disturbed, your seat of natural awareness, your seat of wisdom. To sit there without going out, running after the appearance of I want, to sit and recognize that all is occurring within, and to mindfully receive the blessings that flows in this instance as we are speaking as healers to each organ system. So the awareness and self-control mechanism, the medicine of synthesis, is associated with the liver. Information, food, energy flows like a tree well-rooted in the moment, each are. And what is the offering of the tree? A dynamic circle of communication, offering air to breathe, to nourish the forms, life itself, and also the trees with their roots deeply embedded in the earth are conveying a sound conveying a song, just as our bones reverberate with the pulse beat of the earth, also our body reverberates with the song of the trees as it is carried on a breeze of remembrance and support. Self-awareness is self that we become aware of, so it's the connection of the muscles, the tendons, the subtle energies, the whisper of remembrance, the whisper of the fluids moving. Ah, body, an opportunity. And in the depth of the heart, a remembrance of vast space from whence we've never left. Body like a canoe of light, uh, through which we explore the oceans, the waves of possibility. How wonderful. Thinking and remembering. We give name to, we make solid, as we think and identify with particular objects, with this thought, this concept, this culture, whatever is the view. 
It is said that thinking and remembering are associated with the spleen. The spleen, it breaks down blood to build anew. Just as we have the opportunity to examine and dissolve conceptualizations that are outgrown, platforms that may no longer support one's exploration and remembrance of their natural luminous state. Function of memory, it is related to our kidneys. Memory has many layers. We may remember being born, we may remember many lives, and we may find as the kidney energy is uh, not fully supported, that one's memory seems to fly away. So the power of the thought and the possibilities to build exists within each of us. So the heart-mind processes all information and intuitive energy flows through the body-mind, all associated with the heart and the breath of the lungs, the ability of thinking and remember associated with the spleen, and the memory, the function of memory, that we learned these things yesterday and we apply them today and ultimately reveal skillful activity is associated with the kidneys. So summertime is a wonderful time because the heart energy is fed. And there are also particular foods that assist us. Think of the beauty of watermelon, peaches, and other wondrous fruits filled with the vitality and the offering of the elements, and they sustain the stability of the heart, body, mind. So often we hear the idea that there is karma and uh, this is the reason for certain results arising. And people may think of karma as something far away and some even think there is no uh, correction. In the heart of space, all perceptions dissolve. In the heart of space, all forms are seen as luminosity. In the heart of space, there is no beginning or end. So the wise person, through the gift of the human body, has in the heart awareness of all that has been and all that will be. Does it mean the future is fixed? It means that in each moment we may access the patterns and the waves that give rise to forms that depth, like the bubbles on the stream as the water flows over the rocks. We can consider the conversation 
of body, mind, and speech, like the rocks in the stream bed. Would they have appeared if the water had not swept away the soil? The bones of the earth are the bones of our minds and our view, and as such we can think they are real and independent. Over time, even those bones of the earth, the stones themselves, are worn away by the sweet waters. Concepts are also changing. Our voices change according to our emotions. When there are moments of great joy, the voice may rise. When there are appearances of dissension, discomfort, the voice may deepen and slow down. So there are also methods of reconciliation that are manifest through our voices. Anyone who's been a parent knows that when you make a happy voice, uh, you can get good results to getting something accomplished with a two-year-old. When you make the forceful voice, do this now, of course the two-year-old will tell you no. And so understanding the voice of invitation as we communicate with one another is a precious gift. How do we speak with our neighbors, our co-workers, our friends? Listen to your voice. Listen to your neighbor's voice. What are the qualities? There are some people I know when talking with them, it sounds like we're singing <laughs> because there is this uh, joy in communication, this ease in communication, and it is resonant with our own cranial sacral pulses harmonizing with the resonant frequency of the earth and sky, and each element has its own sound and song. And when we greet each other heartily, this resonance is heard. So a simple method to reacquaint yourself with the subtle power of your voice and choice of its tonality and expression, I invite you to take four fingertips, your thumb folded beneath uh, your ring finger, and gently begin to tap on the sternum. One's breath deepens. And other parts of the body then reveal where more breath and unwinding are called for. Another simple example for deepening the conversation of the heart is when sitting, 
sitting straight, spine erect, tongue at the roof of the mouth, feet flat on the ground. Gently exhaling as you press down on the thighs. So each time you exhale, you stroke down the thighs. And you imagine any weariness falling away and refusing energy potential for wisdom and skill to be supported. So simple things in each and every moment remind us how to keep our seat in the state of natural awareness. Relaxed mind. What does it mean in a world where so many people are busy and where it appears necessary to work very long and hard to get things done? I invite you to consider that that is a paradigm shifting. We do not need to work long and hard. The joy of accomplishment is recognized in each moment by doing what we love with love. So there is a basket being woven around the old thought forms. What are the old thought forms? Not enough time, not enough this or that. Ultimate truth. Time has no beginning or end, and presence in this moment energizes each moment. Certainly, we make choices about what we will do during the day. And in old Cherokee way, your first responsibility relating to your thumb is your relationship with all that is sacred sometimes spoken of as your relationship with the mystery of the dance, and sometimes spoken of as your relationship with creation. Relationship with creation is a reminder that it's a conversation, an exploration, and we give thanks and we recognize the reception of information. So when there's nowhere to go and everything is within, what is the reception of information? In terms of the relative experience of human body-mind, it is to observe the resonance pulse of the heart and the cycle of the seasons and the organs as a continuous conversation that has woven our robes of light, the skein of the canoe that explores the vast potential. So right now, right here, all is happening. Or you may think, well, I have another appointment and something else to do. Yes, there are many appointments and many things that humans are doing. And the how of the doing and the choice of the doing 
is very much a result of our view. So many of the things we feel we must do may not actually be our purpose or choice. How do you recognize when what you are doing is part of your purpose and choice? Energy, enhanced, wisdom, and ease revealed. Well, so many things call for our time and our attention. Yes, many things do call for our time and attention. And each one of us, of our own mind, each one of us is the master of our own time. How amazing is that? So what are the memories that may be part of your ongoing voice? Memories. Do you remember who you are? Are you the child of, the parent of, the sister brother of? Do you recall that you are related to all? This is the song. All beings are my relatives, interdependently related. We see in the eyes of one another not only vitality, we also can see the different cloaks that we wear. In one moment we may wear the robe of a wise person, another moment we may wear the robe of a child exploring. In the heart, all these beings arise and dance as clouds moving across the sky, opportunities to explore the potential of life and wisdom. How wonderful. So how do we cultivate the speech that energizes? We choose the words of what we shall do to recognize and actualize wisdom and joy. Silent thoughts and spoken words give shape to form arising. Stealing the mind and the disruptive thoughts less and less appear. Cultivating the heart of compassion, spoken words give shape to communities skillfully recalling cooperation. Our voice and our mind's intention expressed through sound become the world within and around us. Through the power of the breath, speech is accomplished, and the speech begins in the silence of the mind. So in the quiet moments, we give thanks, 
We observe the appearances, neither adding to nor taking away, like the sweet waters of the stream, slowly wearing away the appearance of what are rocks to the recognition that all is a stream of energy awareness. How wonderful! May these words remind you that your natural state is luminosity and may you understand the ways to pacify the appearance of conflicts, not running from, observing, not adding to, just seeing energy resolving into awakened state. Well, what does that mean? You see skillful methods arising. When the mind seems heavy, remember the sweetness of the water. And just as after the rain, the mud settles, also sitting quietly, see the dust settle. Earth, a sacred dance ground, how marvelous. Thoughts give rise to form, and we are dancers upon the earth, and gems of wisdom exist within each moment and each of us. We are continuously grateful, and we skillfully bring forth what is wisdom life force enhancing. Ah, the fires that burn and build, the sweet fire that illuminates the seed of wisdom as skillful compassion. It is revealed in each one. The winds of change, the winds of recollection, the winds carrying the breath of the trees reveals that we are all connected in the dream and we choose the appropriate remedies of loving compassion and skill that appearances of suffering confusion reveal the ultimate awakened state. All this arising from the majesty of space. How wonderful. And so this concludes the lecture portion of our conversation. And uh, we have a new moderator today, Jesse, is talking with us as Jennifer is traveling, and I have great confidence in him. We've met many times over the years, and he's created a wondrous ministry. So, moderator Jesse, I'm ready <laughs> for any questions. Well, that's um, thank you. I'm, I, I think I just came out of my, um, felt like a little bit of a dream state with that teaching. Um, you you always take me on a trip around Jupiter, and I circle around a few times, and I come back to Earth. So thank you so much for such beautiful, beautiful words, beautiful teaching today, such deep wisdom. I'm grateful to be on the call. And at this juncture, we're opening up the group for questions. And if you have any questions that you'd like to um, ask Venerable, I'll remind you that to raise your hand, simply press 
star two, and I'll be able to see you on the class um, page, and I'll unmute you, and you can ask your question and dialogue. I'll begin by just saying how wonderful and how grateful I am that you went over the teaching about um, water as medicine and how when we drink it and dedicate the practice to the healing of all through the atmosphere and earth because we're dancing with all of the elements that it's as if we're really giving medicine through our intention, through our prayer to the collective. And that's a practice I've put into practice, and my husband and I do the um, a water practice every night before we go to bed and in the morning. And I really do feel as though the practice just supports me in consciously connecting with all life, all life. And this summer when we were... Uh, when I was in Vermont, you really, um, I mean, I know that this is the base, the foundation of all your teachings, but I really heard for myself at least the importance and the power that our prayers and our ceremony carries. Um, And I went back and I've really been sharing this with my students, my practitioners and my community to encourage everyone to uh, deepen their willingness to um, incorporate mindful practices. And we've actually been doing some offering ceremonies at the ocean, uh, which I feel is very powerful and very helpful. So it's not really a question, but more of um, just more of a statement of gratitude for your teachings. And perhaps maybe if you're interested, um, because I'm sure many people on this call would be interested in developing their own ceremonies that will support them in feeling um, connected to uh, the planet, to the people, our brothers and sisters that we're sharing it with, and to deepening our own practice and awareness. Maybe there's something um, you'd like to add on to that you could suggest to support me in taking the practice either to another level, deepening the practice, or something else I may consider to support um, to support my intention because I'm holding the intention of, of world peace. And especially, you know, I'm really focusing in on the LGBTQ community because that's the community that I sort of blossomed out of. So maybe you can um, offer some guidance there. Certainly the water practice is a profound and deep revelation of our ongoing gift of life and how in any moment we are restored when we have the heart of appreciation, when we have the mind that forgives, and the generous expression that offers water to the earth and water to another. So there is a a very deep and profound practice that can be done by anyone. It is when you have a glass of water to recognize this was once floating in space, that this water has arisen from space and still echoes with the vastness of space. This water 
travel through space around spirals drawn into directions and became part of the form that is our Earth, our planet, and also it is our lifeblood. So sweet waters, as I sip you, may the wisdom, potential, and the recollection of all be restored. Sweet waters, may the vastness of the sky continuously reveal that we are skywalkers, dancers in many realms. I offer this water to the heavens that the mind of the human family is swept clear of concepts of them and us. I offer this sweet water to the earth that the wisdom potential within every being, the seeds that support life and exploration, be sustained, nurtured, that all may have what they need. It is an abundant universe. I offer this sweet water to the earth that all beings may be nurtured. Sweet waters of remembrance, I offer this energy, water, dropping it to the north. Skillful methods arise within community building. This we understand. We dedicate our body, speech, and action to living in community with mutual respect, planting seeds of good relationship. I turn to the east. Sweet waters, pristine awareness, sunrise, you illuminate our path, and we are grateful. This sweet water I offer. May all beings recall their natural state as luminosity. Facing the south, warmth, you sustain us. Warmth, germinating the seeds of life. Fire within the earth, pulse beat of life, sweet waters I offer in appreciation. That every human being recognizes the gems of wisdom and the fecundity of life, that there is enough for all, that all may recognize they are able to access what is wisdom and life force sustaining. I turn to the rest and I offer sweet waters to sky and earth. 
how precious the gifts of life, and I am grateful. May all recall the dance of transmutation. May what is expressed as ignorance and suffering, may we recall the alchemy of transmutation and skillful methods arise building upon life and compassion. It is an abundant, wondrous universe and we take charge of our minds. Sweet, light, energy of compassion accept this offering of water. Where I stand, I stand in the center of a dance of all appearances arising. From space this water came, and may we recall, from space and of space we are, united in a dream. How wonderful. Thank you. You're welcome. Beautiful teaching. Oh, yeah. thank you. I feel that. I feel my heart blossoming, opening with that, with the, with your words and that practice. Thank you. You're welcome, Jesse. So I would like to invite everyone to take advantage of this wonderful opportunity to um, connect with venerable and we have a hand that came up and it's very exciting we have uh shan uh in cambria california that raised her hand and shan uh just released her new book um and i just got my copy in the mail so it's exciting to have you on and to hear your voice so welcome shan good morning jesse so good to hear your voice good morning venerable good morning uh, greetings and the light to everyone on the call. Venerable, I was wondering if you would be so kind as to speak about, within the context of this wonderful teaching, if you would speak about the use of sacred mantra as an offering um, one can utilize as a bodhisattva action and blessing to all beings. And also maybe mention um, the use of crystals in this practice and how you can utilize them to enhance the mantra uh, blessing going out to all beings. How wonderful. Mantra are seed sounds from whence myriad appearances arise. Mantra are keys to the dance of forms arising. So reciting the certain seed sounds with the intention that all beings recall their natural state of luminosity is a most wonderful offering. The crystals like a radio amplify the sound that we may recall our own natural clarity and also to amplify the song of liberation 
that is encoded within different mantras. Gate gate para gate para sangate bodhisoha. Gate gate para gate para sangate bodhisoha. Gate gate para gate para sangate bodhisoha. And so when we are preparing the area, preparing the shrine for a period of meditation, retreat, and practice, it offering bowls and candles, each according to their um, particular instruction, and the crystal becomes an offering and a reminder of the clear light wisdom within every being and each situation. And the mantra itself is amplified and moves through myriad realms with the support of the good heart and the resonance of the crystal. These are simple things that I can share. Yes, Venerable, thank you so much. And I was wondering um, if you would speak a little bit about the Heart uh, Sutra Mantra that you just recited. It is the most profound and the deepest teachings of Shakyamuni Buddha, the distillation uh, teachings about the dance of forms arising and as such becomes a roadmap that people recall their natural state and also pacify the suffering that, and confusion that arises through grasping or repulsing. Uh, one has the opportunity to replace the negative emotions with a recollection of positive remedies and ultimately to see that all appearances arise from space. So it is a, a roadmap, the Prajnaparamita Sutra, the distilled teachings of Shakyamuni Buddha is a roadmap that one may recall the natural state and recognize the heart wisdom is within that each one may access that natural state. In fact, this uh, teaching cycle will be devoted uh, to the Heart Sutra here in Vermont, and it will begin with a uh, recitation of the 80,000 verses of the Heart Sutra in the Adawi Temple here at the Peace Village. Wow, beautiful. Is there um, some place on your website that people can go to find the Heart Sutra? You know, that's a good idea. That that can be added to the website. Um, there are two versions. Uh, we work with uh, a 
Tibetan version and also a, a version that came from Sanskrit translated into uh, China, Chinese, Korean, Japanese, and uh, then back and then to English. And uh, each of these mantras, when recited, are actually connected to the Sanskrit seed sounds mm. when spoken uh, in those particular languages. Mm. Uh, so there is power in sound. And so uh, many people who are new in their practice reciting the mantra of the Heart Sutra actually dispels a distorted view and even uh, makes safe haven in places that seem disturbed. So it is deep and profound. And then there are particular mantras that are related to what some would call energy centers or uh, pathways of communication within one's own body-mind. And uh, each practice has its own particular mantra, and they clarify and reveal the natural luminous state and also uh, unravel the deceptive conceptualization that one sees clearly the interdependent pathways of body, mind, and speech, and uh, carefully begin pulling the threads that bind one in uh, a world of confused suffering. So it is not that one goes away from the world. It's one that you recognize the world within. And by unraveling threads of attachment projections, we recognize the natural luminous state. And uh, even after, still cutting wood, carrying water, cooking food. Mm. Beautiful, perfect, perfect mantra for these times, right? Yes. <laughs> thank you, Venerable. You're welcome, and thank you for the beautiful book, the new book I saw it Sunday. Oh, you did good. Yeah, someone was carrying it, and she was so happy. So, <laughs> good medicine, beautiful art. How wonderful. Thank you. I have an image, a, a copy of your painting in my bedroom, and we have a copy of your painting that's on the, featured on the cover of the book at the center as well. So I feel like I'm, uh, everywhere I go, there's a little Shan. <laughs> so Shan, Shan, Shan Medicine follows me. <laughs> well, we have time for one more question, and then we need to um, conclude class. And so we have one more and up, great, beautiful Molly. Oh my, Molly in Vancouver. So uh, welcome, Molly. 
Hi, Jesse. Hello, Venerable. Hello, Molly. <laughs> so my question actually relates um, to Shan's um, about mantra and uh, when we find ourselves in situations that um, they're either seemingly aggressive or um, just not life force enhancing thought forms or energy, but we're in a situation where we can't be voicing mantra. Is internal mantra, it, can that be helpful or other methods helpful in that kind of, say, a public situation? Um, I'd love to hear your insight on that. Yes. Actually, after uh, retreats with reciting particular mantras, the mantras continue circling around. And so one can uh, sense, visualize, experience the movement of the seed syllables within one's own body-mind, and that awareness resonates with the situation and transforms what may have been aggression, uh, quieting down the waves of confusion. So, for example, uh, I have experienced uh, situations of physical threat were aroused in the heart, the Guru Padma Sambhava mantra, and what might have been danger seemed to dissolve, and also the Heart Sutra mantra. Uh, imagine it like a tuning fork that uh, brings potent energies to the sound of liberation, and it is moving continuously within us, this sound of liberation. And so you have received uh, teachings of particular mantras, and you understand the dynamic dance of mother wisdom and father skill, and those mantras that are related are the songs that give birth to methods of resolution and methods of transformation in the moment. Is clear? Yes, thank you very much, Venerable. You're welcome. Well, Venerable, that's all the time we have scheduled today, so uh, we need to begin to wrap things up. But before we do, I would love for you to share with everyone a little bit about your new mentoring pro um, program that you are getting ready to um, launch. Yes, it is an opportunity to work with individuals on their particular wave of exploration as they bring their wisdom and skill to the shore free from illusion. So it is shaped by the individual's growing edge, the individual's exploration, and it is the practical application of direct insight and 
right livelihood and skillful action. And so the purpose of the program is to bring into action the wisdom potential and lessons that have been learned and apply them in one's life. It is a, more for people who are teachers, uh, who are healers, those who, uh, for whom many people uh, reach out. And Maui can give you more details about the program. Hi. Um, can you hear me? Yes. Yes, oh, ma'am. Great. Thank you, Venerable. Yeah, so um, we've had a tremendous response so far to Venerable's one-on-one uh, -on -one mentoring program. It's the first time uh, she's ever offered such a program, so it's really exciting. Um, just wanted to give the pra practical um, tools for people who are interested. Um, if you are interested in more information and applying, please email vdymentoring at beautywayproductions.com. Again, that's VDY Mentoring at beautywayproductions.com. And um, you'll be sent more information. And if you apply actually before August 15th, there is some savings. So if it's something that's calling to you, um, it's good to do it before then. Uh, I also had wanted to, Venable spoke about the water teachings today and uh, you can find also uh, free useful tools on the beautywayproductions.com website. She actually has the water practice listed there if you'd like to explore that further. Um, again, that's on the beautywayproductions.com website. And then she's also offering through Sunray uh, the next Peacekeeper weekend is going to be on October 15th and 16th this fall. And for those of you who are um, have, are not familiar with the Peacekeeper training, uh, I'm just gonna read a little bit quickly around that um, just so we have an idea. Uh, the Peacekeeper curriculum contains foundational practices of clear mind developed in accordance with sacred Tulegi Cherokee principles of right relationship. These teachings have been held and cared for by the Yuwahu lineage of the Selegi people and entrusted to Venerable Dahani Yuwahu, the 27th generation lineage holder in this stream of wisdom. The peacekeeper teachings are appropriate for people of all nations in this time. And the wonderful thing is um, you can either participate in person at the Sunrise Peace Village in Vermont or uh, via video live stream. So we have people from all over the world that tune in, and it's just a, a powerful uh, weekend. So again, that is October 15th and 16th. You can find more information through the sunray.org website. And we had such a rich, rich teaching with so many resources today. And the, the other thing that Venerable mentioned was um, she's going to be beginning a cycle of teachings on the Heart Sutra. And that will also be uh, held at the Sunray Peace Village, uh, the commemoration of that on September 16th and 17th. We have a special guest, Lama Sonam, from the Drikun Kagyu lineage coming to give, um, doing uh, the chanting for the Heart Sutra all day on Friday, September the 16th. 
and a short teaching on Saturday, September 17th. Again, more information will be posted soon. That's via the sunray.org website. Uh, and I think I've covered any everything uh, for upcoming events. Venable, uh, did you have anything else to add around that? Um, just that I'm happy that we are all in association, and I pray that these words reveal the pathways of natural liberation and that all beings find their way to the shore free from illusion. And I thank each of you for your participation and you, Jesse, and Jennifer and Molly, who make it possible. Well, it's my absolute pleasure to be able to facilitate this conversation and to hold help hold space as you um, do what you do so brilliantly and so beautifully. And we're going to conclude with the uh, long life prayer. And Shan and Molly, I have you both unmuted so you can um, guide me through it, beginning with the emanation of rainbow light line all the way to that. So thank you. And forever, Venerable, your teachings and words are always in my heart. And I know I'm, I speak for many people when I say that. So many blessings. And Molly and Shan, whenever you're ready, I'll follow your lead. <laughs> Emanation of rainbow light, Dharma wisdom, three fires bright. Guide upon the beauty road, calling all to see. Crystal reflection, boundless compassion. Caller of four winds, wise grandparents, seven sisters. May our mission be accomplished. May we assist you in the light. May you receive many blessings in a long, good life. We thank you, Dahani Wahoo. Give to the people great mystery. Great lady of the Buddha families. Who holds the secret Vajrayana in the lotus grove of the teachings of the the practice lineage. You are the glory of the Buddha's teachings and Blessed are the Vajrayana. May your life be ever remain permanent. Thank you, Venerable Dahani. Many blessings, everyone. It was a joy to be on the call with you today. Peace and love. Adele. Adele.